When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Podcasting to millions from WebmasterRadio.fm's world headquarters. WebmasterRadio.fm proudly presents the longest-running program on affiliate marketing. Welcome to Affiliate Buzz. Our hosts, James and Arlene Martell, are here to inspire, inform, and motivate you with expert insight, interviews, and information that will increase your bottom line. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Now, please welcome James and Arlene. Hi, it's James Martell here, and yes, welcome to edition number 395 of the Affiliate Buzz, where we've been keeping affiliates inspired, informed, and motivated to succeed with affiliate programs since 2003. For those of you who are joining us live here today on Webmaster Radio, it's great to have you with us. If you're joining us through a podcast on your smartphone, tablet, computer, or Wi-Fi radio, very special welcome to you as well. Arlene is away today. She is still on the mend, but doing very well. So no Arlene today, however, not to worry because I have a very, very, very special guest joining us today, Dan Locke, multimillionaire, serial entrepreneur, and international best-selling author, and today we'll be talking about how to create a successful internet business of your own. We'll be talking about what holds people back and why you may be struggling. We'll talk about insider secrets to building online businesses, how to avoid unnecessary mistakes, and I'm also going to ask Dan about some of his failures and, uh, of course, his successes. Then we'll head into the speed round, and then, as usual, we, we will wrap it up with a little dream building and talks about trips and travel and some lifestyle. Now, Dan's reputation is well-established in the internet space and publishing field, having launched several successful internet companies, which under his leadership generate more than $10 million in sales a year and tens of millions of dollars in revenues in the last few years. Dan is the author of a dozen books or so that teach financial freedom and entrepreneurial skills, including FU Money, Secrets of Canadian Top Performers, Creativity Sucks, and many more. Dan is also the founder of the Vancouver Entrepreneurs Group and the host of the hugely popular Shoulders of Titans podcast at ShouldersofTitans.com. Dan, welcome back to the Affiliate Buzz. Hey, James. Well, thank you for inviting me back, and I'm looking forward to share some of my some more lessons with your listeners. Well, I must tell you, too, uh, the last time we talk, talked was in early December of 2014. Yes. And... That uh, was episode number 365, and I will say you came in, out of all the episodes last year, number two most popular, which is amazing considering it was so far into the year. Wow, thank you so much, and uh, maybe because my story resonates with your listeners, and, and I appreciate that. Uh, absolutely, and, and on that topic, uh, 
uh, again, just for, for for new listeners or for those who may have missed that uh, episode, and you can and you can listen to it at jamesmortel.com forward slash ab365. But uh, of course, you are a recent immigrant to uh, Canada with yes. a tremendous story where you have literally gone from minimum wage to becoming a multimillionaire in what I would say is a relatively short period of time. So, if if you would please take a few minutes and uh, share your story with us. Well, I first came to Canada when I was 14 years old, and my mom and dad got divorced when I was 16 years old, and I'm the only child in my family. So growing up, uh, at the time, my mom and I lived in, in Surrey in a one-bedroom apartment, and because of that, at first, my dad was still sending some money to us. Uh, unfortunately, because of his uh, bankruptcy, uh, his uh, business failures, and he couldn't send money to us anymore. So in a way, that forced me to have to mature and grow up very quickly. So I got into business because uh, I wanted to provide for my family and take care of my mom. Funny thing is, uh, money wasn't, I was never interested in money. Uh, at the time, I was interested in, in martial art. And my biggest dream was just to open up a little school and be a martial art instructor. And, yeah. then that, and that was it. And, but funny thing is looking back, I think I always have a teacher's heart. I always have a passion for teaching. And so, but then I found out that actually at the time my martial art instructor had only like five, six students and only three were paying the dudes. So, <laughs> and so, and I was one of them who, who was paying the dudes and he was struggling financially. And I was like, no, I, I mean, I love the, the sport. I love the art, but I don't want to live like that. And so I made a decision and said, you know, I need, to, I need to make some money. I need to provide for my family. I wanted to buy my mom a home. And I just don't want to struggle anymore. And I looked into different things and, and looking at my own skills. And at the time, I was not a very good student. I've never been a very good student in, academically. And so I talked to various people. And funny thing is, I remember uh, one time I had a actually a a lunch with a very successful, uh, wealthy individual, and I was just a young guy, and I was asking him for kind of like life advice and life direction and what I should do. And he said, "Well, Dan, you're not a very good student, so doctor, lawyer, accountant, that's out. That's not you." Uh, and you are not very athletic. Although I'm into martial arts, I'm not like I'm not very tall. I'm not super strong. So being an athlete, if you want to make a, mo- a lot of money, that's out. So no, okay, and you're not very good looking. So <laughs> so so I guess uh, being a performer, acting, all that, that's out. Uh, so and you're not super bright. So you should be an entrepreneur. <laughs> 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 and at first, I thought, okay, that's not very nice. But I, I, I sit down and think about it. You know what? It's, it's, it's got some, it's, it makes sense. So then I went into a business kind of by accident. It, it was never my intention. But I got into it. And of course, I had a lot of, a lot of failures. Didn't know what I was doing. Lost a whole bunch of money. Actually, lost all the money. Uh, went heavily in debt. Um, at one point, I was... Uh, over $150,000 in debt, uh, maxed out my credit card, lost 
all the money, lost the even you know my mom, the equity in, in the house, everything. It was it was horrible. Yeah, um, and but I stuck with it, and quite frankly, I stuck with it because I didn't have a choice. As I racked up all the debt, I asked myself the question: What, what can I do? Like, what else can if I go there, go out there and just get a job? It would take me thirty years to pay this off. I mean, you know, I would never be able to pay this off. So, and I. Quite frankly, I was unemployable. <laughs> Nobody like most would. entrepreneurs. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so because of that, I stuck with it and, and learned through the School of Hot Knocks. And, and finally, I kind of got a, got a hang of this entrepreneurship business thing and marketing thing. And because of the internet, I went online. At first, I was a copywriter, as you know, James, my story. Yes. I yes. was a copywriter. I was writing ads. I was doing marketing uh, just for business people. Um, and through that, then I went online. I was doing affiliate marketing. I was doing selling stuff on eBay, and and made my first little bit of money online. And at the time, internet wasn't, I believe, wasn't as competitive as today. Uh, back then, it was less competitive. And you can say because of the timing and and it's been very very good to me financially, and made a lot of money. It was, I mean, at, at one point, I was making. I was, tell people about it I was making a ridiculous amount of money and I was stupid with the money yeah because I would uh, make the money and I would when I was getting a new car every year I was you know I would example I would go out on a night and have dinner with friends and I would like blow like three grand on a, on a dinner ouch and I don't even fucking drink. That's the problem. <laughs> so, so, and, and so it's it's crazy. And I was stupid. I was, you know, looking back, I'm, I'm not proud of some of the things I did. And but I think we all have to rent, go through that. And so, but then eventually I mature and said, no, that's not what I want. That's what I want to do. So it's it's interesting because looking back, the way I approach business, and we maybe you can talk about it. The way I look at business, the way the way I look at life. Um, has actually changed quite significantly in the last few years compared to when I was a little bit younger. It's uh, it's interesting. You you mentioned uh, you stuck with it, and uh, what can I do? What what were some of the early businesses? What was the business that you got into that failed? May I ask that? There's so many of them. <laughs> now you try try to make me depressed. <laughs> Thinking back, well, okay, I was involved. Uh, I tried. Uh, First, my first business was a, a mowing lawns, a lawn mowing kind of business with a couple of my buddies, and and we had a lawn mower. We print out a whole bunch of flyers, uh, and we thought it would be an easy business, and it turns out not to be so easy, and because it's for, for you know we're just a couple young guys trying to trying to make it work, and so that was kind of challenging. So that failed very very quickly. And then also try uh, software. We were fixing computers for people. Um, that didn't go well. And then we were also uh, doing uh, vending machines, and then that didn't go well. And we also tried. Uh, I tried network marketing, and that didn't work. I got sucked into those things, and that didn't work. Um, so many of them. I tried yeah. a lot of different yeah. things. Uh, but funny thing is, and that's actually a lesson for our listeners here. When I was jumping from one thing to another, I was looking for an external force, something outside of me to make me successful. Maybe it's that business opportunity. Maybe it's that idea. Maybe it is 
whatever, but I was looking for something outside of myself to make me successful, and that was a big mistake because I never had taken the time to develop the necessary mindset, the skill sets to be successful. It's funny because every time now people look at me and they say, "Oh, Dan, you know everything you touch turns to gold," and I always tell them, "We should, you should." You know, visit me when I was ten years ago. When everything I turned turned into shit, because <laughs> that was literally what happens. Anything I touch, it will lose money. I start that business, it will lose money. Like if I buy this stock, it would go down. <laughs> so, so, so you would do very well. Just you know, maybe betting against me, you'll make a lot of money. It was just horrible, and I didn't know why. Um, now I know, but looking back, I was jumping from one thing to another. I never master anything, and I always tell people that wealth is committing to one idea over time. That you need to com- commit to something, you need to immerse yourself, you need to put yourself into it and actually master something. Example, like James, you master affiliate marketing, you master podcasts, but you're not a master of many things, although there are many aspects of internet marketing, right? Yeah. Um, and, but someone needs to pick one thing and just master that one thing and make money with it, then they can develop the next thing. So I think most people, they just get into the game, get into business, but they lack focus and they are easily distracted by shiny objects. Yes. So talk talk more about mindset and how you you know you because obviously you had to go through a major change as all of us usually typically do I know I sure did uh, what was the turning point when did you start to realize it was mindset and how did you did it just happen or did you have what happened there well I I was I mean I think most people have read the book Think and Grow Rich mm-hmm. by by Napoleon Hill and. And it's a great book, of course. It has influenced a lot of people. And I've read that book at a time, many, many times, back and forth, like from chapter one to the end. And, you know, yeah, page and, 36. And, and well, there, well, James, there was a lot of thinking, but not a whole lot of riching. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that didn't quite work for me. And so then I went through another period of time where I got exposed to the whole personal development world. That about taking responsibility, and was listening to tapes by uh, Brian Tracy. I remember uh, the psychology of achievement, and so I went heavily into that. It was like I was a I was a personal development junkie. All these tapes and motivation and Tony Robbins, all that it's it's all great, and that worked to a degree. It worked to a degree. That I, I was experiencing a little bit more success. I was more productive. Was was more motivated. But those type of things, I hate to say, but they don't. They didn't create the breakthrough for me personally. Yeah. I can't speak for everybody else. But they worked. But it's like they don't work exactly the way I want them to. If that makes sense. Yeah. So so I went through that period of time. Then I went to the opposite. Then focus on very much on business skills. So I was learning about sales, marketing, negotiation, uh, all these business skills. How to write copy? How to how to do all these things? And that actually works out a lot better because I believe your skill sets uh, are. Uh, it's like people talk about that. Oh, you know, when you the positive thinking, right? We all understand that. Yeah. That you know, you if you feel good, then you you make a lot of money. 
Well, what I've learned, James, if you make a lot of money, you feel pretty damn good. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, I'm not talking about that fake enthusiasm, motivation. Uh, in fact, personally, I'm actually not a big believer in positive motivation. Uh, I'm actually a much bigger believer in the power of uh, negative negativity that using the uh, I would say motivation is good but desperation is better that using the power of negative preparation it's like going to a self situation let me give an example and I'll go back there's the point of this I'll circle back to what I was talking about let's say we go into a, a one-on-one self situation and you could be very motivated very enthusiastic and you are all pumped and you think positive and you visualize and you set goal and, and that's all great and then you go into a sales situation and you just through your sheer passion and energy and but you don't close the sales. And you're like, oh, damn it, didn't close that sales. Yeah. But I have good energy, I have good intention, but I didn't close the sale. Versus the power of um, kind of negative thinking is you know what? Going into the sales situation, I'm well prepared. I'm knowing that, you know what, maybe the prospect they don't, he doesn't trust me that much. He doesn't like me that much. How do I overcome that? What are the possible objections that he might have that I need to prepare myself? See, that's power. That going in, yes, I have, I'm expecting for the best. I have a, an outcome. I'm, opt, I'm opt, uh, optimistic, but also I'm also preparing for the worst so you can handle anything. So going back to your question, so back then, it's a personal development, business skill. But then I found that that's not quite what it is. Now, with me, the breakthrough came from when I found my first mentor. His name is Alan Jex. Um, and for Alan, he, uh, he told me under his wing and I worked, I worked for him for almost a year for next to nothing. And I always refer back then, that year was the, the million-dollar year uh, of my life. I got a million-dollar worth of education in that year. Uh, for me, so that was the first mentor, and then af- afterwards, then I found my second mentor, uh, Dan Pania, is known as the fifty billion dollar man. And so, finding a mentor was the answer for me. It might not be the answer for everybody, but that was the answer for me. That's when my income, my success, just multiply, not incremental improvement, uh, geometric growth. Fascinating. Fascinating. Dan, I can see uh, we are up against the break. I'd love to dig into uh, talking about mentorship more. As you said, it's not for everybody, but it worked for you. And I know there's a lot of entrepreneurs uh, that it probably would work for wonderfully, and it might be a missing component to their success. Let's, let's do this. Let's take a quick break, and when we return, we'll dig right in deeply into mentorship. Don't go away. More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors. Internet Marketing Inc. designs fully integrated digital programs that improve brand experiences and grow businesses through valuable data insights and strategy across all types of media. Paid, owned, and earned. Their digital experts nimbly adapt strategy by providing you a comprehensive view of your brand's online audience and program performance. If you are looking for a data-driven approach to online marketing and advertising, call Internet Marketing Inc. today at 866-563-0620 or visit internetmarketinginc.com. 
Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at box speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point click, and it's live in real time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point click, and it's live in real time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz on webmasterradio.fm. Here's James and Arlene. Arlene is away today. However, I do have Dan Locke, multimillionaire, serial entrepreneur, and international best-selling author with me who is sharing secrets to building internet businesses that lead to financial freedom and I will say a whole ton more. Now, let's talk more about mentorship. I've had an opportunity to listen to your podcast with who you just mentioned, uh, Dan Pina. Give us the lowdown on Dan, the, 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 the $50 billion man. Well, I at the time, I like I said, if my first mentor, his name is Alan Jackson. My second mentor, uh, his name is Dan Pena, and the claim to fame that Dan basically uh, grew a company from zero uh, with eight hundred twenty dollars on fax machine and turned it into a four hundred fifty million dollar company, a public company in eight years. That's what he's well known for, and he's also created. Uh, over $50 billion worth of value for his business partners and his mentees. So, and I'm very grateful that I met him almost a number of years ago. I think now it's almost 10 years ago, eight years ago maybe, but it's a long time ago. And I met him, at first I was just actually, the story I was browsing on the internet, and I came across this book on eBay called uh, Your First Hundred Million. And and I thought that's interesting. <laughs> that's an interesting <laughs> title. Uh, and and I was I mean when I when I found that book I was already doing quite well. I was making six figure income a year uh, as a young guy. And but I was looking for the the next breakthrough, the next level. That I'm doing okay compared to my friends. You know I'm pretty good, but I wanted to to grow so much bigger and and be more. And so. I found that book, and what's interesting is also has a, had a had a price tag of four hundred dollars US. Uh, it was out of print, 
So, and I thought to myself, what kind of idiot would spend 400 bucks on a book? <laughs> of course, five minutes later, I bought the book <laughs> and, and, and I read the book. I was so impressed. Then I got in touch with Dan. Uh, we had um, lunch at Los Angeles. And from then on, we established a relationship. It took me a while, almost a couple of years to convince him to be my mentor. And finally that he did. And... And the rest of the history, I mean, he's been my mentor since then. Uh, I mean, I learned from a lot of different people. I mean, I learned from everybody. I learned from every expert out there. I read all the books. But mentoring is something a little bit different. Mentoring is a one-on-one accountable relationship. Mentoring is not that uh, you are reading his book or you are just you know, taking someone's seminar. That's not mentoring. Mentoring is a long-term relationship where you actually have chemistry with the mentor and, and you connect and you, you work on things and he gives you advice, he helps you out. Uh, it's a lot more intimate. So he's been my mentor since then and I have to say that I, I wouldn't be where I am today without my mentor. It just, it just wouldn't happen. Uh, I'm, I'm where I am today because... Not because the books that I've read, the thousands of books that I've read, those help. I'm where I'm today, not because of the, the hundreds of seminars I've gone to, and those help. I'm where I'm today because of my mentors. I will not be where I'm today, period, without my mentors, my men- the mentorships from, from my mentors. There's a huge, uh, huge uh, bit of advice there, I would say. How important would you say also, uh, and I, I, I almost, this is almost a baited question because I know how, how good a job you do of this as well, which is the importance of surrounding yourself with like-minded individuals. So you've got the mentors, but also to be around people that are positive. Uh, actually, we'll take the word positive out of there, like-minded mm. individuals. And I always say, I mean, I'm a out of the Think and Grow Rich, one of the chapters Napoleon Hill talks about is the power of mastermind. So I always believe, and this is a direct, a direct quote from my mentor, show me your friends and I'll show you a future. So let me just tell you a little story then I think illustrates the power of this. Uh, I have always been involved with different mastermind groups. I belong to several mastermind groups. I host uh, two mastermind groups myself uh, in Vancouver, and one of them is called Vancouver Seven Figure Club, which it's all the people who are running seven figure businesses, and we get together once a month, and we brainstorm and we mastermind, and it's not something that I charge a lot of money for. I'm just doing it so that I could learn and hang around with these people. So let me give an example. At a time, I was making a thing around maybe three four hundred thousand dollars a year back then. And but I wanted to grow, as I said, I found a mentor, and that's great. But also locally, I wanted to grow, so I try to find people uh, locally who are successful that I could brainstorm and mastermind with. So we formed a little mastermind group with, I think, seven or eight guys. And at the time, I was the youngest guy in the group. Okay, now just to give you some ideas. So one of the I can't review everybody in the group, but one of the pe- one of the people uh, is actually his name is Derek Gale. At the time, he uh, used to run uh, Internet Marketing Center mm-hmm. yep. locally. Okay, marketing tips as you know. Yep. Uh, and at the time, it was huge. I mean, the company they had a hundred employees. Uh, I think at the time they do, they were doing I don't know what number twenty three and thirty million dollars a year or something like that. Um, 
And, uh, and uh, all, all these other people. Now, I was the youngest guy, and I was the one that's making the least amount of money compared to them, compared to everybody else. So, but as a result of surrounding myself with people who, and I love what we just did, is take out the word positive, people that challenge you. You don't want to hang around with the people that where you're the smartest person in the group. Because then you're not challenging yourself. You're not growing. It feeds your ego. It feels good to be smart. But you want to surround yourself with people who are way more successful, have way more experience that can give you feedback. So as a result, because surrounding myself with that group and my, my wealth, my income, and it just it skyrocketed. It was like doubling every year, right? So through that, so mastermind and as well as mentorship, those are the two things that are very, very critical. So that has how it has worked out for me in, in my own life. So that's why nowadays I always take the time, uh, get involved with the mastermind group, learning from successful people, interviewing successful people, talking to successful people, learning what are the strategies, what makes them tick, how do they think, how do they operate, how, uh, what are their belief systems, uh, how do they manage, how do they market. I want to know. I'm, I'm eager. I'm always – although I wasn't a good student in school, but I'm, uh, to me, I think I'm a very good student of, of life. I, I'm always curious and I want to know more. You have a you have a stated goal. I've been to your to your uh, event, Vancouver Entrepreneurs Group, uh, quite a few times. I had mm-hmm. a chance to speak there uh, once, which I appreciated mm-hmm. greatly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a stated goal uh, to positively, and I'm going to paraphrase it, but I, I never forgot it. Yes, positively affect a hundred thousand entrepreneurs. Talk talk a little bit about that. Yes, and I've actually after I talked to my mentor uh, a couple uh, a, a month ago, and he was. Challenging me, that's is, is actually a great point, great illustration, that you're thinking too small, Dan. Uh-huh. Uh, so since then, I've multiplied the goal by 10. And that's to impact a million entrepreneurs and another zero in the next five years, not 100,000. Uh, and that's why uh, I'm doing more things. I am doing m- way more than just what I do with locally with the Vancouver Entrepreneurs Group. That's why I launched the podcast, Shoulders of Titans. That's why I'm more active on, on YouTube. I want to do a lot more, uh, building a bigger platform so that would achieve my goal. Um, the reason why I set that goal is very, very simple. Because as an entrepreneur, as a speaker, as a teacher, I've seen a lot and I've done a lot. And through with technology, there is... So much more that we can do. It's like, James, as you know, what I used to do. I'll tell you what I used to do. Just like most people, uh, I was doing you know, two-day training, three-day boot camps, 90-minute uh, talk. And I had a lot of these, these different courses um, that I was offering to people. And yeah. that was okay, and I made a lot of money doing that. But what I noticed is, first of all, a lot of people who, who buy the information, they don't do anything. So the success rate is very low. Yeah. And I'm just being transparent here. People buy the stuff, it becomes expensive dust collector. Uh, not that the stuff doesn't work. It's people don't take action. Yeah. 
And the whole model of of the you know you get them to buy a little something and then they buy something something more expensive and then they upgrade you to something even more expensive and and they buy this program and that program and and that's okay and I've done that a number of years like I said I've been I was very good at it um, even even only a small percentage of people actually use information but because the impact and and I've been able to reach a lot of people and I've gotten a lot of results for people too but I didn't like that model. And that's actually why, partially, and quite frankly, I didn't know, I didn't like the people I was sharing the stage with. And I don't think I've ever shared this in public, but anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I, I relate. Yeah, and so the people who I share the stage with, so-called gurus, speakers, this and that, I mean... It it just it blows me away how dishonest, how sometimes how bad they are. Number one, most of these guys make their money selling stuff. Yeah. They don't actually make. Say the guy's teaching how to invest in real estate. The guy teaching how to how to make money in the stock market. They don't buy real estate. They don't invest <laughs> in the stock market. Or they, if they did do it, it was like twenty years ago. Yeah. So. I had a problem with that. Even though when I was teaching and when I was teaching and doing seminars, only less than 20% of my income comes from teaching. I was making a majority of my income doing what I teach. But yep. that wasn't the case who I shared a stage with. And then when you get inside the circle of so-called these gurus, I mean, it made me sick to my stomach. The way they talk, what they believe, and they basically look at these people as like idiots, and they get money from people, and and I, I just it it just I didn't feel right for me. So and that's also partially why three years ago I retired from the speaking circuit because I didn't want to be involved with that, and I just wanted to mind my own business and grow grow my own companies versus being surrounded. And I was also tired of traveling, quite frankly. Yeah. And because of all that, but you see where I'm coming from, right, James? Totally. Um, so then when I came back last year and. I said, if I wanted to do something, I'm at a stage where, you know what, money is good, life is good. I wanted to do something. I wanted, if I want to do something, I don't want to do it in a way that what most speakers do, what most trainers do. Uh, I know exactly what I do. I don't want to do that. I said, what if I actually just make my stuff available for everybody else? What if just teach my stuff through a podcast or through YouTube and I just give my stuff away for free? Why don't I do that and I don't have to worry about, oh, you know, give you a little bit of tip information, opt into my thing. I, I feel kind of bad because people opt into my list and never get anything from me. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, where's the offer? I don't have an offer. Where's the thing to buy? I don't have a thing. I've got a few books. You want to buy that? That's fine. But like, it's like, you know, sell me something, Dan. I, said, I don't have anything. Uh, and I would just wonder, and you, you've been to my, my Vancouver Entrepreneurs Group and you know that, James. I mean, I just I give my best stuff. For you next do. to nothing, you do mostly uh, free. Yeah, mostly free. And I don't, I don't, I don't actually think I've seen an offer from you. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, and it's funny because it's. <laughs> I got to tell this story. Uh, when I the first uh, meeting that I did, the first workshop that I did, uh, it was back in September two thousand and fourteen, right? Yeah, last yeah. year. And so I had we had I think two hundred people in the room, and people they, like they were waiting for me because that's what they were expecting. Oh, come on. What's the sell? What's the offer? What's the pitch? Yeah, yeah. And then I finished yeah. my thing. I said, 
goodbye and see you in two weeks. Yeah. And people were like, what? <laughs> what's, what? Like, what's the thing? And then there was a guy who came up to me. I'm like, come on, Dan, come on. You got to be, you must be doing this for a reason. I said, I am doing it for a reason, but not the reason that you are thinking. You're thinking, oh, yeah, you're going to give me free stuff and upgrade. No. And then the guy just, he was so skeptical, he couldn't believe me. So he came back the second meeting. <laughs> he actually came back four <laughs> meetings consecutively. He said, and there was no sell, and there was no sell. I wasn't offering anything. I was just, I said, this is it. I don't, there's no another workshop to sign up. This is it. I'm giving you the best stuff every time I'm here. I'm doing my best to teach. And so at the end, finally, he said, okay, come on, Dan. I don't want to play games. Here's my wallet. Like, what, <laughs> what do you got? I want to buy it. Like, you got to have something for me. I, said, I don't have anything. I just, I don't, I don't have a course. I don't have, in fact, uh, while we're listening to this, uh, like we're recording, uh, we're doing this show um, of this podcast, I'm actually in the process of taking a lot of my materials from the past, DVD, CDs, I'm uploading all to YouTube also for free. Yeah. I'm just giving it all away. Now, people might think, but then, then why are you doing it? Let me tell you. I believe, because now I make my, because people ask me the question, how do you make your money, Dan? Well, I make my money building companies. I make my money, uh, as you know, James, doing business deals. Yeah. So by giving away, by delivering value to the marketplace, by giving away massive value in the marketplace, it's not just the right thing to do. It fulfills me emotionally. It gives me satisfaction. But it's also the smart thing to do because it builds my personal brand. That I can, because of the the giving attitude, because of what I've done, so out of that relationship, then I can, if there's an investment, there's a business that I can invest in, I get involved with that. If there's a deal to be done, if there's synergy, that happens. So I use that as more, you could say it's, it's, it's smart marketing, but also it's smart giving, and it's just a different business model. You bet. That's so all. You're, you're essentially... If I may say, you're you're really using your information, which is outstanding. I mean, even on just I shouldn't say even on, but even on your website downlock.com, the videos and the information that is people would sell that that for thousands of dollars. Mm. And you go to the workshops in Vancouver that you put on, uh, and you you I think you charge twenty dollars at the door, and you give mm. that all the charity. Yes. So and it, I do it at Vancouver Club, <laughs> and you do it at the Vancouver Club. Absolutely, the most beautiful venue in the city. Gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. So uh, yeah, you 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 definitely uh, put your money where where your mouth is. So, uh, but uh, let's do this. Uh, I'm here with Dan Locke, multimillionaire, serial entrepreneur, and international best-selling author. And after a real quick break, I want to get your thoughts, Dan, on Donald Trump. And I want to talk at length about uh, the Shoulders of Titans podcast. We'll do that right after the break. More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics. So you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Done. This is perfect. What is? 
my mobile website. Hey, Steven, this is cool. Hashtag Y-S-D-E-T-M-W-A. What? You should definitely enter the Mobile Web Awards. The Web Marketing Association is having their fourth annual Mobile Web Awards. Hashtag HTML, hashtag CSS. You mean hypertext markup language and cascading style sheets? No. Hey, they might like it. LOL. I'll head over there now. Deadline for entries is October 9th, 2015. Head over to www.mobile-webaward.org. Enter for your chance to be recognized. Is buying something that is made in the USA important to you? How do you know that it really is made in the USA? Certified Inc. is the only supply chain audit company on the planet which qualifies country of origin labeling. If it's important to you as a consumer to know where the products you buy and use in your own home come from, then it's also important for your customers. Visit us at madeinusa.net and find out more. Go to madeinusa.net because it's that important. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz on webmasterradio.fm. Here's James and Arlene. Arlene is away today. However, I do have Dan Locke with me, multimillionaire, serial entrepreneur, and international best-selling author. Uh, Dan, let's before I want to really dig into your Shoulders of Titans podcast because I know my listeners will absolutely uh, love it. Uh, before we do that, though, let's tackle something that I have to ask you. Okay. And let's talk about Donald Trump. He seems mm. to be everywhere. I'll be the first to say it. I personally love the guy. Mm. And anytime I mention that to, in public or on Facebook, I cannot believe the reaction. I don't know if it's the entrepreneur in me or what it is. What's your take on Donald Trump? Well, I've been studying Donald Trump, I think, for uh, for many years now. I'm a big fan of Donald Trump, and I have actually in my library a whole section. I think I believe, I'm pretty sure, I have every single book that he has, has ever published and every single book that has written about him. And wow. so even biography, other people, and they're like least well-known books such as, you know, No Such Thing as Overexposure. A lot of these other books people don't know. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, for our listeners, it doesn't matter. You love the guy. You hate the guy. You don't like the way he talks. You don't like his policy. You know, like it doesn't matter. As an entrepreneur, there's something to be learned from him. Uh, in my book, as far as I'm concerned, anyone that's – whatever people say, oh, yeah, he inherited a lot of money. His father, Fred Trump, has got money and, and he didn't actually make it on his own, all this bullshit. It doesn't matter. It truly doesn't matter. Any gun, anyone that's successful, that's super successful, that's a billionaire status, that has made the money and lost the money and made the money again uh, has my respect. You don't have to agree with everything he says. You don't have to like everything he says. But learn from the guy. He is a relentless, shameless promoter, self-promoter. And that's something that I think entrepreneurs could learn from, that we need to be 
we need to toot our own horn. We need to be the the best promoter for our own company, for our own brand, for our own product that he is always promoting. And the way he promotes different things, the way he leverages the media, the way he does. And there was a conversation. I forgot where I heard it. People were talking. You know, people always talk about his hair. That yeah. oh, you know, they made fun of his hair and this and that. And in this is a private conversation. Uh, Trump's, you know, a friend of of, of Trump asked, hey, "Trump, why don't you just do something about the hair? Like, you know, like <laughs> use 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 like some wax, use some gel, change the hairstyle so people don't judge anymore. Or cut it short. He, he could e- he could easily have done that, right? It's sure. not it's not a big deal. But then Trump said, "You know what? If I do that, they will stop talking about me." <laughs> See, that's uh, a, a master promoter that he knows, yeah. you know what? You can laugh at me. You can make fun of my hair, this and that. Guess what? It gets him publicity. It promotes his brand. So love him, hate him. I think we can all learn from the guy. And now he is, like you said, everywhere. Most businesses, the reason that they fail is because of obscurity. Nobody knows who the fuck they are. Nobody, yeah. Nobody's paying attention to whatever they're saying. So, because there's so much noise in the marketplace, so anything you do, I don't care what you sell, how you sell, whatever product service, the first step you got to do is to get attention. Yeah. So people, you can have now have people's attention. So then you can deliver your message. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Oh, I've got a great product. I've got a great service. None of that matters if nobody's paying attention. That's that's what I loved about the way he kicked this off. He literally captured the attention of not only the American people. I mean, let's face it, we're a couple of Canadian political quarterback, armchair quarterbacks yes. here. We're just kind of watching what's going on. <laughs> he completely grabbed their attention right from the beginning. I think the the commentator says he took all the oxygen out of the room. Nobody else wanted to hear from anybody else but Trump. And yes. here it is, what, two months later, two and a half, he still has their attention. Mm-hmm. His, his talks that everybody else is out on speaking tours and they're doing their thing, you see clips of it in the media. They're playing his actual talks live <laughs> on CNN and on, on Fox and all the big news networks. The guys, yes. yeah, you're right. He's definitely, uh, he's got their attention. And to me now he's got, what, over a year to hone his message. Yeah, so. and, it, and, it, and he, I mean, he's, I, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, Trump is small, way smarter than that. I think a lot of the, what, he, what he does, he did it on purpose. Uh, and yeah, he offends people. It's like, you know what? I hate that prick, but you are tuning in. Yeah. I love the guy. You are tuning in. It doesn't matter. You hate the guy. You love the guy. You are tuning in. That's the, that's the bottom line. He has your attention. And that's what most pe- business people, they have to get over that. So I think we can all learn from him. Instead of judging uh, who he is and how he does it, what can I learn from the guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So before I ask you about the Shoulders of Titans podcast, I must ask you, because I unfortunately wasn't at that event, tell me about your red tuxedo, speaking of getting attention. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Okay, I got to share this story. So I was in Vegas. Uh, on vacation with, with with my wife. Yeah. So and I go there like maybe once, at least once a year, sometimes twice a year, because I go there to shop. I always shop yeah. in in Vegas. Yeah. So I saw this red tuxedo, and I, I, I bought a couple of like not tuxedos, but like business suits and different things, and and I saw this, and then while I was trying on different things, my wife was making fun. Well, here's a red tuxedo. You like to stand out, Dan, right? Why don't you try it on? Quite frankly, I mean it. It's it's because it's in silk. 
Yeah. So it's like I'm not a model. I mean, I, I'm gonna look like an idiot in this thing. Look like a clown. But I thought, you know, we had some time to kill, right? So yeah, yeah. Let's try it on. What the heck, right? And it turns out, oh, it actually looks pretty good on me. So we snap a little picture, and we I post on Facebook, and it went. People went nuts <laughs> o- over the red tux, which I mean, okay, come on, that's kind of funny. <laughs> everything, everything else I post, don't get that kind of reaction. Yeah, yeah. But somehow the tux feedback and this and that. I'm like, okay, I'm buying this thing, and. Funny thing enough, that's exactly what happened. So then we now uh, and uh, one of the Internet Marketing Mastery uh, workshop where was this keynote speaker was a secret keynote speaker. Yeah, uh, where uh, where that suits and yeah, I mean the response has been amazing. Uh, like you said, kind of ties in nicely with exactly what we talk about. It's edgy, it's different, it stands out. Uh, it, it I don't look like everybody are the other speaker, and I, I and and that captures people's attention, so they will hear my message. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was brilliant. Totally brilliant. Let's talk about Shoulders of Titans podcast. Uh, of course, uh, and I must say I feel honored to produce your show for you with uh, our team here. Mm. Uh, and I couldn't uh, have done it without James's help, so I uh, thank you. Thank you as well. Oh, you're welcome. You're very welcome. And I must say I've listened to – I haven't listened to the last episode that went on on Wednesday, but I've listened to every other episode so far, and they are stand above – any other podcast I've heard, and the caliber of your guests and the questions are thank you are are completely different and 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 interesting and what a way to, I, I love it. Let's just put it that way. I love it. Talk about why you're doing a podcast. Of course, it ties into your goal, but why you're doing it. Share some benefits of it and talk about. Please talk talk about your guests. Tell us about your guests because they're mm. so interesting. Sure. So with the, the podcast idea, and I have to give James the, the credit because you gave me the idea of launching a podcast. So the whole idea of Shoulders of Titans is I came up with a concept of doing – I did an event back in March uh, 2015, just you know, a few months ago. And with the developer, funny thing, uh, Ju Kim Tier of developer of uh, Trump Vancouver. The Vancouver Trump Tower. Uh, for our listeners who don't know, it's basically a $360 million project. It's an iconic uh, five-star hotel and condominium in downtown Vancouver. Beautiful, beautiful structure. And I did an event uh, called Shoulders of Titans. And I have to say I've done probably over 100 seminars, workshops, presentations in my career. And I have received more positive feedback from that event than anything else I've ever done. Wow. And, and you were there, James. You yeah, were there. Not, so, not surprising. I, I think I was probably one of the guys that told you that was one of the best events I've ever been to. Yes. And, and it was simply an interview with me sitting down with Ju Kim, the, the developer. And just back and forth, we have uh, almost about an hour and a half, two, uh, two hour conversations about his life and about what makes him tick. And that's great. So, then I got – so I, I, my plan was to do you know, once a year or once every six months one of these events locally. Because of my connections, I know a lot of business titans and super successful entrepreneurs. Wouldn't that be interesting sit down with them once a while, every six months, every year? I do one of these events and all the money goes to charities and that's awesome. Now, when I did that and, and when you gave me the idea, well, but – then, like, if you do this once a year, you're going to do it with one guy. But what if you actually do it with do it some kind of podcast? So 
not just people in Vancouver would, would be able to participate, but anywhere in the world that people can listen in and things like that. And I thought, what a great idea. What a great idea. So then basically I turn it into a podcast and there we go, right? And, and that's how the Shoulders of Titans podcast uh, was launched. So every week now we interview a successful, inspiring entrepreneur that, um, that I know that I have a relationship with, and we post it on iTunes, we post it on Android, post it on our website, so then I can do it on a weekly basis. And then your first, your very first interview was Dan Pena. Yeah, it was my mentor, of course. I mean, it has to be. I mean, it's my first yeah. episode. Because, I mean, James, because I've listened to a lot of different podcasts. Yeah. I've listened to a lot of business podcasts, success podcasts uh, on, the, on iTunes, and I think what makes my podcast a little bit different is um, I believe like for listeners, you're not interested in what people are doing to make $10,000 a month. You many have heard that before. You're not interested in people build six-figure business or even seven-figure business. We've heard that too. Um, and you, you don't want to just hear another so-called mediocre success story. I want to talk about the standout success, the, the multi-millionaires, people who run $10 million company, people who run a $100 million company, people who run a billion dollar companies, how do they think, how do they operate, and what do they do, and what are their secrets, what are their success principles? So my goal, interestingly, is to have to interview more billionaires on my podcast than any other podcast on iTunes. Yeah. That's my goal. And you started off with Dan, and then, the, and then it just started from there. Exactly. And I have a lot of fun. I learn a lot from them. I mean, I would, uh, I mean, I'm the guy that's like, this is awesome. Like, I could do this all day because I get to interview and talk to these fascinating, inspiring, successful entrepreneurs. I, ha- I get to ask them questions. I get to learn from them. It's, it's amazing. I get to then share with everybody else and they can eavesdrop and kind of be a fly on the wall and participate and listen in it. It's, it's awesome. You bet. You bet. If I may, let me give you a little plug here. This, uh, if you go to – listeners, go to shouldersoftitans.com uh, and scroll down the right-hand side. You will see that there's an offer there. Not an offer, just an incentive to subscribe. Meet the man behind the $360 million Trump Tower Vancouver project. That's actually the event that I went to in March. Yes. And I was literally – five feet from the stage. I was like front and center. I listened to every word that was said by both of you. And it was probably one of the best, if not the best event, uh, as far as just sheer, I mean, talk about Juke Kim a little bit. He's, he's obviously very successful and he was so humble. Yes. And that's I, what I want people to see because people have this, preconceived ideas of perception, unfortunately, the media that they might have a negative association towards people who are that successful or what are they like. Uh, how, but instead of doing that, why not present in a way? You can see they're very humble. They're very nice. They're very generous. And that's, that's, that's how not every successful person uh, yeah. are there. Successful people that are greedy, that are, that are bad, that are all that. Yes, but most successful people that I know, super successful people that I know, are generous and humble and, and quite down to earth, quite frankly. And so I want people to, to be able to see that. So Ju Kim has been a, a good friend, and he's a very young guy. And, and, well, I think instead of me 
telling what he's like is better. They go to the website, website showdowtitans.com. Just, just watch the event, watch the video yourself, and you'll see. You bet. You bet. And he also, he, I think you said, you mentioned he's 34 years old. He's worth $1.3 billion or some, some amazing. Yes. And just, it was just so inspiring to listen to him. So I can see we are definitely coming up against the clock here. Uh, again, shouldersoftitans.com. You can also, uh, right next to uh, the uh, the video for uh, for Drew Kim, you will see uh, how to subscribe to the show in iTunes, a uh, little three-step process. And then, Dan, also very quickly, if you would, Dan, talk about that. You've got a little incentive there for people because we want to kick off your show with some positive reviews that it deserves on iTunes. Yes. Talk quickly about the, uh, in 20 seconds or left, the uh, Titans Volumes 1 and 2. Yes, go to go to iTunes and subscribe to our channel. And if you like the show, you, you think it deserves a five star review, give us a, us a five star review, and you will get an, a digital copy of two of my books, Advertising Titans, Volume One and Two. Wonderful, Dan. Thank you so much for joining us, and to our listeners, thanks for listening to another edition. Thank you so much, James. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.